0: Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business. So that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo
1: and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast, and I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo.
0: And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson.
1: For all of those of you who listen regularly to this podcast, and this is a part of your Rhythm in your routine. Hey, we're just glad to be included on your journey. We hope that we are helping it become even more remarkable. Uh, if you're new, a new listener to this program, and and new for you, hey, welcome. We uh, we love this program. We love to be a part of this podcast. We consider all of us to be on the journey together. So uh, thanks for tuning in, and I just uh, hope that you get a ton out of this episode. I, I we've got a lot of great episodes preceding this one too. So if you haven't listened to them, circle back and uh, check them out. I think we've got some really great. Uh, great content, Dr. Steven. Would you agree uh that we've been able to share on this platform? We have a lots more coming. Super pumped for today's content and today's episode. I know this one. Uh we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go into the sports analogies a little bit today. So yeah, just brace yourself for that. If you if you saw the title, you probably are thinking, what what is this all about? So Dr. Steven, great to be with you today and uh looking forward to our our podcast.
0: Uh Dr. Pete, I was coming into this episode today, going a hundred miles an hour. I'd love to say with my hair on fire, (laughs) maybe with my beard on fire. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm coming fresh off of an awesome weekend down in Virginia, uh, visiting our son, Samuel, Sammy, at Liberty University Parents Weekend. So uh, for those of you who may not know Liberty University, it's just great, just awesome Christian college in Lynchburg, Tennessee, me, Lynchburg, Virginia, uh, that was um, started in 1971 by uh, Reverend Jerry Falwell, who, you know, really uh, had quite a vision. And uh, you know, I always appreciate a great vision story. And my uh, my son has found himself there. It's like 23,000 students on campus, 104,000 students online. It's just a spectacular school. Yeah, it's just a really patriotic environment. It's like super high energy charged. Uh, they really have a heart for God and for these kids. And, uh, man, my son is just lit. It's just amazing. And one thing that he loves about it is the football, right? It's D one football, right? Uh, and, uh, man, we got to go to a game down there, but it wasn't just a game. Dr. Pete, you know, we're down there for the 50th anniversary of the college, which is just so awesome. And we were there for a big time football game. It was for the first time, uh, BYU showed up in town when BYU is a big time football team uh especially for the 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 liberty flames to be playing right so um not to take anything from the liberty flames man uh because as you can imagine from my energy liberty uh just had an amazing uh, game but i just want to make sure that i give you some backstory here because you know fallwell had just cast this vision back in 71 50 years ago in a in the middle of a you know a cornfield cow patch call it what you want Uh, he's like we're going to build the world's greatest Christian university, right? So one that will rival the academics of, you know, BYU and, uh, and Notre Dame, right? So he he's, he's in, and then they're going to bring their football team here and we're going to beat them up. You know, those Mormon boys are going to come down from BYU and those Catholics you know, coming from Notre Dame and Boston College. And I get a chuckle as I grew up Catholic and I hear that and I'm like, man, this is just so awesome to hear that that vision was cast. So we were there for the first time, BYU rolling into town, and the place was lit. Biggest crowd ever. And BYU went down in flames. <laughs> they, 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 the Liberty team just beat them up. It was just unbelievable. They beat them 41-14. to uh, as an extraordinary game. We, we held them to no points after the first quarter, and uh, the place was lit, right? So the backstory is what makes this great and makes it relevant to the conversation that we're going to have today, right? So... So most anybody who follows football, you know, that the Liberty star, their star quarterback, Malik Willis, was drafted to the NFL. He ended up um, getting drafted last year. So as we rolled into this year, you know, of course, the, you know, the second string quarterback from last year is now this year's first string quarterback. So everybody's nervous to see how he's doing is coming out of the shadow of just such a spectacular player. Uh, So. You know, first play of the first game, this kid breaks his fingers on somebody's helmet passing the football, right? So he's out for the season. He just smashed his hand, right? So he's gone. So now everybody's like, oh boy, what are we going to do now? There goes the season. Second string quarterback goes in. He tears his adductor off his femur. (laughs) So he's gone. (laughs) He's out. And now we're down to the third string quarterback, right? So short story is... Uh, Liberty is seven and one this season, okay, playing their third string quarterback, right? So seven and one, and the one loss was to Wake Forest by one point at Wake Forest, right? So seven and one. So I, I think the takeaway lesson here is that Liberty University is committed to having depth in their team. My question that I want to bring to today's conversation is how deep is your bench, how deep is your bench stock? As you look at your team, as you look at your business and you look around the room, are you one player deep in any critical position in your business? Where do you have a point of exposure where you have one player deep as far as critical players. And you are one broken finger away from losing all your momentum. You're one torn adductor away from having a terrible season. And your season might be two months, three months, six months, dare I say nine months to try to find and replace and spool up or tech up that replacement player to regain the momentum that you've lost and to to start growing again as a business. Dr. Pete, the conversation we're going to have today with our CEOs is let's take a look around your team and how deep is your bench.
1: So, and this is such a important moment. You know, we if you're listening to this episode and it's live for you, we're in fourth quarter, we're heading into 20 23. If you're listening live, if you're what, listening to this back, wherever you're listening to this, but that's when this is this is being recorded. You know, anytime you come towards the end of a year, the beginning of a new year, and you're assessing, right? We talk about the assess the appear process that the CEO deploys. That you would be assessing your teams. This is a very this is a moment we want you to assess. Okay, take a an assessment of your team, of your bench, of where you guys are, and. I want to start, Doc Stephen, with where you started, which was Hallwell and him in the cornfield and casting that vision in 1950 50 years ago, 1971, I think you said. So here, here is a vision. And so I, I came away with this from when you were sharing your story. I came away with this takeaway. How big is your vision? Because how big your vision is determines how deep your bench is that there's a connection between the size of your vision and the depth of your bench. In other words, he had a vision, okay? And his vision was he was gonna beat the biggest schools (laughs) in football and rival them in academics, et cetera, okay? With no school at the time. It was an idea, a vision cast, but he casted a vision. Here we are, you were, 50 years later, and the vision which was cast was, experienced in that moment. And you saw the value of the CEO vision caster, and the team connection, you saw the value and the the depth of the 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 team. And I know we're talking about football. But this is this is a this of relationship right back to your vision, and your team, that your vision, the size of your vision, determines the depth of your bench. And this goes right back, Dr. Steven, to what is your vision for your business as you look forward in 2023 and beyond? We think in three frames of time now. Next, ultimately, they never thought they would reach ultimately on their third string, but they got there. (laughs) Ultimately, we're gonna need to use you, me? Yeah, you better tie your shoes. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow.
0: yeah, Jonathan Bennett was looking around, being like, "Me, really?" I was saying, I'm, I'm in now." <laughs>
1: yeah. So, your the size of your vision and the depth of your bench. There's an intimate connection, Doctor Stephen. I, I felt that when you were sharing that. That's that's the that is a that is a, a weight that you carry, and as you consider, as we go into some of the the nuances of, of today's conversation around this subject, I'm going back to your vision to start because your vision and your bench, the depth of your team and your bench are directly connected.
0: It's huge. And I love that that was your takeaway, man. I hope that was everybody's takeaway. It's such a beautiful synopsis of the point that I'm trying to get across here is just to recognize is that your vision for now, next and ultimate, you know, the vision for your business should be a vision for your team, right? So your team is your business, your business is your team. You're gonna hear that over and over again. If you're, a te- I hope you're coming to our team building immersion. If some of this is exciting you and stimulating or maybe scaring the crap out of you right now, you better be with us at, at the team building immersion, which is February 4th and 5th in Dallas of 2023. Uh, Or if you're listening to this from around the world in Australasia, so in Australia, in Brisbane, Australia, February 24th and 25th, we have our remarkable team building immersion. So if this is resonating with you and you're like, holy crap, I'm totally exposed. In fact, I don't really know where or how to measure that, but I get a sense that I am right. So you always get a sense of these things. Your spidey senses right now might be firing. So just know that we're going to help you. Uh, mitigate that exposure, right? Let's reduce that exposure. We're going to give you a methodology to do that. And when you can do that in an intelligent way, where you're going to be actually not taking on risk by hiring more people, you're actually going to be reducing your risk by building a deep team of A players, right? So a world-class team of A players, uh, because we don't expect that you to just recklessly just start hiring people so you have more bodies. That's not it at all. See, the key to this is I know that as a CEO, I am constantly hiring, okay? I am constantly seeking and searching for the talent, the time, energy, focus, and talent, the specific talent that we need to bring into our team. We collect A players, right? So we're always looking to bring on new talent. We're trying to hire four people right now. Like real time, we are always hiring. I'm looking for, right now, we're looking for two appointment setters. We're looking for a full-time admin person. We're looking for an, an, an additional CA trainer. So like, guys, I'm in this with you. When you hear Dr. Pete and I speak here, we're in this with you, okay? So literally in the trenches with you right now and I am constantly hiring. I know as a CEO that is part of my role is to be out there looking around seeking out those A players to flesh out our team. Listen to that expression, flesh out our team, increase our depth, reduce our exposure. I know that in order to go from where we are now to where we're going to go next, it's going to require that we invest our money to buy in, buy their time, energy, focus, and talent. You see, if you're the typical owner-operator, you're sitting there and you might be hearing this thinking, oh my gosh, hiring more people, geez, I'm, I'm worried about my overhead and I'm worried about payroll and I'm worried about my profit margin. And it's like, yes, I totally understand that that's a visceral guttural, guttural response. But the reality is is that's a very limiting re- mindset, okay? Yeah. So the reality is, is that, you know, if you are an owner operator thinking that way, this, you know, where it's, when we get to this level, then I'll be able to afford to hire this person. Then when I get to this level, then I'll bring that person on. And then when we get to this level, then we'll bring that person on. Guess what happens here is you never get to those levels and you never hire those people and you get into this vicious cycle. Okay. Which, when team building is a virtuous cycle and what you recognize is you invest into your business and you build your team ahead of the growth of your business. Right, So you know that in order to reach this goal, I'm going to need to invest in someone's time, energy, focus, and talent, a specific someone to get us to that level. And then I'm going to need to invest again to get to the next level. I'm going to invest in bringing the next person in who's going to get us to that next level with their time, energy, focus, and talent. Dr. Pete, it's about knowing where we're going next and who the exact right person is to bring in to the team to fill out and flesh out the team and create that depth
1: yeah i mean you said it so it's knowing where you're going and it's and it's then knowing how to get there so it's a who question not a how question that's really what we're saying so we're saying as you think about where you're going you have to think through the filter of who not how first so start there
0: doc hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable ceo program Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of Remarkable CEOs this month, enrollments limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today.
1: was so powerful. You said a, a few things that are really important. I want to circle back to you. You said, build your team ahead of your growth. Really important concept. That was something that, you know, I, I didn't, no one ever taught me that, right. It's, it's, you grow and then you, oh, it got a little bit crazy. We need to bring something in to help manage the chaos. And then, you know, that, that, that's a backwards upside down approach. And it's, it's a, the concept of going from a lean startup to then building a scalable business. They're two different things. And, when, when got chiropractors and small business owners in, in many ways get caught in the middle between the lean startup and actually scaling a business. And we can look at your accountability chart. We can look at your accountability grid and say, you know, what's what's going on now? Like what's the now accountability chart and grid? What is the next and what's the ultimate? So, again, if we look at your team intelligently or we look at your business intelligently, we would look at it through the lens of the, the four domains of your practice uh, attraction, conversion, retention, and then collections. And then we would put your team as, let's say, the fifth area. The team kind of comes over the top or underneath, or it's it's thrust into the middle of it all. Yeah, it's, it covers, the covers
0: the over the top of it like a blanket, right?
1: Yeah, it's all over it. And so that's where Dr. Steven comes in. So what is the vision? Where are you at now? What's, what's now? Where are you going next? So in the next 90 days and, and 12 months, so where are we going next? And where are we going ultimately? And starting with the where we want to be in ninety days, where in twelve months, with the growth that we're expecting, who is the person we need now to get to that place we want to go next? And ultimately, you look at attraction, conversion, retention, and you look at your office, the way your office is structured. We need to look at it. So let's just use an ascension plan for a CA, Doctor Stephen, potentially as an example. So if you right now have, you know, a front desk CA. And you only have one front desk CA, and you know that in order to grow to the next level, that, that one front desk who's doing both check-in, check-out is going to need to need some help. So we're going to actually need to get a, a check-out CA or a check-in CA, depending on how this person's hardwired. So you would look at the team you currently have and say, in order to grow to the next level in this practice, we're going to need two at the front. Because right now we've been trying to do it with one at the front. We're going to need to grow to the next level. And we can, we can keep where we're at right now with one, but to grow to the next level, there's going to be need to be two. So you take that one person who's wearing multiple hats and you say they're hardwired as a check out CA. We did the testing on them. We now know this is a check out CA. So we are going to go ahead and we're going to put out a search for a check in CA hardwired person. So we're going to take the check in roles and responsibilities and outcomes that are directly connected with this person. And we're going to actually hire someone who's going to take on that ownership and own that and be accountable to that in this practice. As an example. It's a perfect
0: example because, you know, we opened this up by asking where do you have exposure? So if you're like, I've got one really busy person working the front desk, you're exposed, right? So right there. So not only are you exposed if you lose that person, you're exposed because if you're running a busy front desk, there's two positions at the front desk. There's a check-in and there's a check-out. And those are two different roles that require two different geniuses, right? That check-in CA is that big personality. They're the boss of today. They are the face the voice the energy of your practice right we know the healing starts at the front desk they have that extroverted promoter personality so they're going to drive that new patient referral the internal campaigns etc right so they are the boss of today they're energized by lots of interactions and engagement right and they are in charge of the flow in the practice right so they're they're like the leader of the three-ring circus that's your check-in ca well your check out ca is their complement on the other side of the desk they're the high detailed person they're the high-paced, patients and compliance. You're, they're your compliance officer, right? So they're very often introverted, right? So, but they're that person who is making sure that people follow all of your policies, that they're on, they they're on a care plan, they're scheduled out for their care plan, they keep their appointments, they make up missed appointments, they set up their financial agreements, they keep their financial agreements. They're in charge of over-the-counter collections. They're super high detailed people, right? So those are two different human beings. That they're as different as the quarterback and the wide receiver, right? So. You can't throw touchdowns and catch touchdowns in the same play. No one's that fast, right? So at the end of the day, you're already exposed because in the throes of a busy shift, one of those two roles is suffering at any given time, right? So that's a point of exposure. You know, God forbid you lose that one busy person. Now you're going to find out exactly how exposed you are. Right. So when we talked about it, you one broken finger away from it being crippled at that front desk, right? Are you going to be hobbled by a torn hamstring, right? So in other words, you lose that one person. How long does it take you to find a repl- and replace onboard, train and equip and tech up that person so they replace the other person? Dr. Pete, this is wicked expensive, right? So the idea of your practice losing any of its momentum in in a chiropractic practice, losing momentum could mean five thousand bucks a month, ten thousand bucks a month, fifteen thousand dollars. I mean that adds up fast, right? So my philosophy on this is spend the money you're going to lose, and flesh out your team and create some depth on your bench.
1: Yeah, Doc. And if you want to listen to an episode, we did a series on this, Doctor Steven. It's it's been a few months now. We did a really good series on. I think is spend the money you're going to lose. And we had an episode on the team. If, if this is something that's energizing you and also at the same time challenging and convicting you, go back and listen to that episode as well, Doc. We went into some great depth on just how to calculate and budget for and, and plan out this. Because, you know, if it feels like a risk, again, it's an investment. You talked about the virtuous cycle. That's a virtuous cycle practice. When you continue to reinvest to grow to the next level, you stay ahead of your growth by building your team. It's an investment. you have to see it that way, but it needs to be done intelligently. So I would encourage you to go back. listen to that previous episode. Uh, that's a really again, I just remember when we when we recorded that and we did that series, it was it was really powerful. So just just reminded of that. yeah let's uh, yeah. let's
0: let's double click on what you just said. It has to be done intelligently, right? So like I said, we're not just haphazardly hiring people and putting warm bodies on the team. okay So when you are out there seeking those a players that share your core values and buy into your vision story, I have no fear hiring people because I'm great at vision casting. I know what the next iteration of this business looks like. I know what the three-year view of this business is. So I know what are those roles that we're hiring for. We also have identified like, what are the responsibilities organized under those roles? Right, so we have the roles on the accountability chart, very clear job descriptions. I also know the type of person, the human being, the genius who we're looking for to fill that role. We know what their responsibilities are, we know how to measure those responsibilities and those create KPIs. So we have our data, we have our KPIs, so we know our benchmarks, we know our goals that we set, so we know how to set goals against those KPIs and all of those KPIs and goals are tied to revenue. And I know our business model works, so I know that drives profit. So I have no fear, no fear hiring people, right? So I know the pathway, how that pathway leads directly to profit. So when you hear me say, spend the money you're gonna lose, not only are you gonna lose the opportunity, right? You're losing the opportunity, which is the future profit, but you're going to be losing as the business moves backwards, not forwards, right? So ultimately it comes down to knowing you have a system in place where you can hire with confidence. You can fill out your bench because you know as you build your team of world-class players that you are driving greater wealth and growth in the business. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram.
1: Now go and be remarkable.